KW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. Knuckle up again. Make me want to dance. You know, what is this? What does this represent? Uh, because this isn't just about soda. <laughs> Hello, beans. This is Dave. And. Hello! Don't judge me! why I don't watch cooking shows all that often. Welcome in again, thank you. I, this is a replay episode, however, there's lots of new stuff on it that I added to it. Where you're going to hear the interview with Wings for Armor, the two girls um, from Wings for Armor. That is uh, Murph McCullough and Christy Drummer, and they played Johnny Axe's uh, book celebration uh, party, book release party. This is going back to the fourth episode of Kettle Whistle Radio ever, about a year and a half ago, and um, they were... One of our first, yeah, they were our first musical guests in-house, actually, and, and uh, we had a great time with them. Uh, and Murph has sent me new music as well, and you're going to be hearing more of it on future shows, but you're going to hear a, a new one tonight, too. Um, she's been pretty busy lately, and um, just to, to give you some insight here, um, you're going to be hearing the song Heartbeat that she sent me. It's the newest song that we have recorded, she says here. She wanted me to read this to you. This is Murph McCullough of Wings for Armor. Even though it's still a demo mix. Actually, Christie's drums aren't even on this recording yet. This song is actually a love song. Well, as close to a love song as I've gotten so far. Laugh out loud. It's about wanting to be with someone you, who you know isn't good for you, but you just can't help yourself. She also goes on to say, um, I've been writing a lot lately. actually just wrote a new song a few days ago that I feel really good about. It's funny how what you write about and how you write about it changes as you get older. I still have a 40-hour work week where I constantly feel trapped and wasted, and I feel like time is really slipping away from me, and there's almost more of a desperation sounding in me. The, the more I talk to coworkers and step back to see the big picture, I realize that there are a lot of people who could change the world, who are victims to life, who become broken down by it. That epiphany, if you will, has really set the tone for my mindset lately, and I almost feel like that wasn't by accident. And that's Murph McCullough. Of Wings for Armor. Um, and I have a few other songs too you'll be hearing on other shows, like I said, but you're going to be hearing Heartbeat in a little bit. Followed by um, my interview with uh, Johnny Axe joins me in the Taddy seat. 
she was uh, at that time was doing ghost bait and she wasn't around for this episode um, but Johnny Axe is with me and we interview Christy Drummer and Murph McCullough of Wings for Armor and you'll hear another song later on uh, in the show as well uh, let's see here I, I have um, definitely a uh, some credits going out to a friend of mine who I'm way overdue with and I, I apologize to uh, Wendy Wygant who's been on the show many times uh, wonderful actress performer and now singer I, I, I knew she could sing I knew she could play guitar but I didn't know how good she could sing until I saw her in um, the, the teal performance of uh, Anything Goes where she played Hope Harcourt amazing I was blown away I took my dad to the show and he was blown away too and we, together we've seen a lot of Broadway shows and uh, back in New York and this, of course, is off-Broadway, but my gosh, um, she blew the roof off the place. Uh, amazing voice and her acting ability. It's just, she's just beyond this place. I'm just going to say that. My hat's off to you, Wendy Wagon. Fan- fantastic performance in Anything Goes. And she's got some stuff coming up, too. Uh, we'll be talking about her in future shows. I just had to... I'm a little late in coming with that one. Uh, I apologize, Wendy. We wanted to talk about that together. We'll have you on again. Um... Uh, one more thing here, uh, a lot of odd... Uh, Pittsburgh's a growing city, and there's a lot of cool things happening to it. And I work downtown, and the occasion I work near the uh, convention center. And they had this year <laughs> um, the furry convention, which I don't know what goes on on the inside, but they infiltrated my building. Um, I couldn't have a coffee break without seeing dudes walking around with tails. And uh, I had full guard, man. I mean, they were just like... Walking living Muppets, uh, and they, they create these costumes. I'm just baffled by the whole thing. Um, I don't know. But I know somebody that's actually pretty angry about it, and we're going to hear from him right now. Uh, it's time for a little critical mass. But you should know that Miss uh, Heather Taddy will be back. We have at least two shows scheduled in September that we'll be doing, and uh, interesting topics, of course. We always try to dig up the dirt. And until um, then, uh, Here's a little critical mass for you. Yeah, it's gonna be real wicked. Critical mass! Critical mass! Critical mass! Now I'm checking levels here. Okie doke. Okay, you're good. Alright, man. Alright, well, um, we have another critical mass uh, segment. It's been a little while since we heard from uh, Mr. Puppet. Good to hear, hear you back. I hope you're uh, good and angry about something. Yes, I'm. I, I'll. I, I. I just. I might just start rambling, but you, you cut me off. You need to cut me off. Hey, man, that's fine. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Okay. That's fantastic. <laughs> so, stage can I talk with... sports, or am I not allowed to talk yeah. sports? Oh hell yeah! There's a lot of anger there right now. <laughs> okay. Please. All right. All right. Let's, yeah. Okay. I got. I got a couple things I can talk about now. I gotta take a seat. Okay. Am I on? Oh, you're on, dude. Okay, folks. How's everybody doing today? Let's Ready? talk about Mister. Is it Riley Cooper? I love rednecks because rednecks like to drink, and when rednecks drink, they drop the end bomb. And I don't know what Mr. Cooper was thinking, you know, and he blames it on the alcohol. Because everybody blames everything on alcohol. I only have sex with my dog when I've had a couple beers. I only do, you know, I only kiss my sister when I've had a little too much champagne or something. Well, Mr. Cooper was at, first of all, I was at a Kenny Chesney concert. I'm sorry, from New York City. We don't listen to country western music. No, that right there no. is a curse right in itself. He's coming to Central Park on Friday. I don't get it. I don't understand country music. I 
Amen. I don't ever want to understand country music. You faded music. out there. So you dropped the bomb, and you know what I... They said... They said... What? What? You faded out. Hello? I'm fading out? No, you're back. You're I'm back. I- you faded out. But you know what? Ch- Chesney was here and he caused some shit too. It was like one of the worst like parking lot deals that ever happened. So I guess you got something there, man. Oh, he had a fight? Uh, it just caught, it was like, a, I don't know. It was worse than an Ozfest, like after the Ozfest. I don't know. It, just a mess. And you're right but about Ch- that. Yeah. I mean, he, weigh, he weighs like 103 pounds. So I don't know what what he's starting right there. And he's got that, you know, that, uh, that cowboy hat that looks like it's like 47 years old. And I just, he just looks like, you know, the kind of guy who got his ass kicked and now he's a country western singer. And I'm friends with all these celebrities, man. I'm, I'm Kenny Chesney. I don't get it. I don't get any of that music at all. But I love that Riley Cooper, he dropped the M-bomb. And now all these guys said when he plays this year that he's going to be a marked man. I hope they take out every part of his body. I hope he craps his pants in the field. I hope he's just down and stays down for a while. And then we got my man, A-Rod, who, you know, I don't take drugs. I take drugs, whatever. Guy's making $30 million a year. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Teachers don't make that much. Police officers don't make that much. And there's all this craziness going on. We just had the other day a 14-year-old kid got shot by cops. Well, he already was on, uh, he, you know, he, he was a drug dealer and all this stuff, and they're going crazy, and the mother's like, oh, he's such a good boy. They're always such a good boy. The kid got a rap sheet up and down. He's shooting guns, whatever. Okay, I'm not going to go there, right? But I am going to go there. What's a 14-year-old kid doing shooting guns? He was out 3 o'clock in the morning shooting guns at someone else. What, what kid is out of, we, we, we didn't do that stuff. We didn't do that stuff. We were out 3 o'clock in the morning. We were going to get porn mags. We were smoking cigarettes. I was realizing that you have to inhale a cigarette. I didn't realize how much that sucked. Then I found marijuana, and I was like, wow, this is a lot better, and it gives you a better high. So uh, that's one thing that was bothering me. And now I hear that the Seal City, you guys had furries come. I don't understand why people uh, have to get dressed up in costumes. Dude, they, I, I was in Ground Zero, man. I was at the building I work in was next to the, the, the convention center where they were having everything. And yeah, yeah. he's grown men walking by with tails like all day. I mean, I I don't know what it's Wait, all about. Are no. just in the Elmo? Are uh, we doing Elmo? No, or they, they're just no, no, no. They're, they're more creative than that. They come up with their own stuff. I mean, this is original okay. shit. They all yeah. look like they all look like they're the, they are. They, I swear to God, they look like they're the mascot for some badminton team or something. <laughs> you know, it makes me think that you know. No offense to Dungeons and Dragons players, but it feels like those are the kind of guys who sat and played Dungeons and Dragons. Or watch weird science and really try to make to put all the body parts together. Maybe a girl will come out that looks like Kelly LeBrock. That's what that's what a furry reminds me of. The only time they ever made furries look good was in an episode of Entourage, where uh, where uh, Kevin Dillon's character had sex with a furry costume. That's about it. Other than that, those are the scary people in school who used to eat by themselves, and they become freaking Ted Kaczynski and all those other people. That's what the furries are to me. I don't get it. First of all, it's hot. I'm sweating. I don't need to be that hot and sweaty in a costume. It's itchy. I don't find any satisfaction about it. I don't know. You know, maybe, you know, my dog likes to rub rub against the sheet sometimes. She looks like she's having a good time. Me, I don't need to be in a furry costume. So that doesn't work for me. I mean, you got the Steelers there. You got the Penguins. You don't need the furries. It just doesn't work for me. When I think of Steel City, I think of the Steelers. I think of the Iron Cur- I think of the Iron Curtain, whatever you want, whatever. I think of Mean Joe Green. I don't think of furries. I think it's a disgrace to the city. It should never be there. It should never be anywhere. They should put them in the. They should make uh, under the dome. That's where they put the furries. They remake the show <laughs> under the dome, and they put the furries under the dome, and they let them stay there without food. And eventually, they you know they they rot and become carcasses. And then you bring in like hungry rabid wolves or raccoons, and they eat them. That's what I feel furries should happen to them. That's my piece. That's what I have to say about furries. Um, you know, I got very upset about A-Rod. 
I think he's a putz. He's making all that money. But you know what? People are stupid. Oh, and also here we have Time Warner Cable. And Time Warner Cable had a fight with CBS and, Sh and Showtime, so we don't get those channels anymore because they're fighting over uh, over uh, fees on the on the on the on the channel so i don't get those channels anymore so showtime? come september if this happens i don't get any afc football and i watch a show ray donovan on the showtime i don't get that channel anymore i have to go on my internet and get the goddamn channel but i'm sorry there's fees you guys are complaining about here and there we're in new york city this shit should never happen ever well, you got, you got a lot on your mind this time around. Dude. Yes, yes, it's, I do. Because you haven't put me on for a while. I think you're <laughs> avoiding me. I'm telling you, if I come down there, it's going to get ugly. You're gonna, your tongue, you're not going to be able to talk for a week because it's going to be so swollen. I'll take, you I to, will, I'll take you to a Chesney show, man. How about that? Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. I'd like to see you. You could pay me a million dollars. I still want to go see the show. That to me, that's hell. Hell is Kenny Chesney playing 24 hours a day, Mexican food and no toilets. That's hell to me. <laughs> Country music, 24 hours a day. Mexican food and no toilets. That's hell. That's hell to me. That's my hell. Okay, man. Hey, I appreciate your time. Uh, once again, Critical Mass, uh, how, how do they find you where they can hear you do this like every it's, day? It's uh, YouTube page, J.D. Shanta. You have to say that again. It's on a YouTube page, J, J as in Jackal, D as in Delicious, and my last name, Shanka. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate your time. Goodbye, Larry. All right. Larry? Love your body, Larry. That's from Fletch. Man. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I know. It's been a while. All right, man. All right. Good night. Good night. You know what? I, I hung up a little prematurely because uh, my buddy here, uh, he's got something to plug. He, he should have brought up before, but, you know, he got angry. What, what do you got going on, man? Uh, last Thursday and Friday, I shot a show that's going to be an investigation discovery called Red Rum. Polish Rum? It actually was... Yeah, it was... It's actually was one of the highest rated shows on Investigation Discovery last year. Did you say and, Pol uh, Polish rum? No, red rum. Red rum. Murder okay. Pack. I was gonna say, dude, now you're fading out. That's the problem. But we got we want to plug this out. You know, let people know what you're doing. Yeah. He's not angry all the time. No, I'm not angry all the time. <laughs> all right, so we gotta look for you there. You gotta let us know before it happens so we can talk about it then. Oh, I will. And good luck to you, man. I appreciate you coming on. All right, peace out. All right, peace. It's like a heartbeat slowing down, slowing down, slowing down for eternity into fiend. It's like the rain clouds that wash away, that wash away, that wash away a perfect playground that makes you so fucking happy.
Kettle Whistle Radio. I am Dave, and my co-host is here <laughs> in spirit. Um, she's gotten very busy lately, and I'm very happy for her. Um, we'll be seeing, well, you'll be hearing from her in the near future with our recap of the Jane's Addiction concert in Cleveland, and of course, our uh, trip to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, we'll, we'll have a lot to talk about when she gets back. But she's out there chasing ghosts with her ghost bait friends, and uh, good luck to them on that. I think things are going well for them, actually. I've seen a few episodes. I really like the show. But um, though my lovely co-host is not here today, uh, Miss Heather Taddy, I am not going to be alone. I have several guests, and even a guest co-host. And uh, <laughs> here shortly, we'll bring them in. Um, well, we'll bring him in first. That would be Dr. John Towers, and uh, he's in the other room. And a little bit after that, we'll bring in our very special guest, Wings for Armor. Excellent band. We'll get back to you. Just a few. Why not tight? Hello, I'm back. And like I said, I got Dr. John Towers with me, my boss. Cool. <laughs> Is that your greeting today? <laughs> yeah. All right, so why are you here today? What bring, what's bringing all this together? Well, um... Uh, I have a book release party coming up uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, it's. I mean, when I say coming up, I mean it's like on my ass coming up. Well, I um, listened to Rick's show last night. According to him, it's Saturday night, so it's a good thing he's in Alaska. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's hunting polar bears. He's not going to be able to join us. <laughs> Actually, everybody should listen to Rick uh, Dombrowski's last show, uh, number sixty-six, I think. Yeah, on Red Horse Radio, uh, you'll hear about his encounter with a bear. I, I wouldn't call it an attack; it was definitely an encounter, though. And then, um, and then, uh, episode sixty-seven, uh, Kristen Ross took over Red Horse Radio for a night and um, took uh, almost a half an hour and interviewed me, uh, which was interesting. I uh, I have not been interviewed for Red Horse Radio yet. Which so, uh, yeah, I've been fun. actually chomping at the bit for that interview. But yeah, this no. doesn't count. This doesn't count. <laughs> this doesn't count. We're talking about no. I'm in the co-pilot seat tonight. And I'm yeah, not actually, the subject. We call yeah. it, me and Heather refer to that as the third rail. The third rail. And if you're familiar with the New York subway system, you don't want to be on it when it's turned on. But we turn it on for guests only. I uh, I like I'll call it the co-pilot position or the the taddy position. <laughs> yeah, just don't give me any tas. We're all about the tats. <laughs> but she's missed. She's busy, which is good. She's with her ghost bait ghost bait house, like I said earlier. And anyway, we're gonna talk about Club Cafe tomorrow night. Friday the 17th, 10 p.m., five bucks to get in, which is nothing, considering what you're going to see. Uh, yeah, it, the whole thing is, really, it's it's not really about a book release, it's more about a party, and, um, you know, it's actually, I like to turn it around and say it's, it's actually for, like, the acts that are there. You know, I try to get, um, 
well, I get all local people. Um, most of the time, I have a working relationship with them. Like with, uh, this Joe Pack character, I did I did some work with him um, earlier earlier this year, or late last year. I can't remember. And um, so I try to get a little payday for them, a little bit of exposure because you know I try to uh, give back. I try to promote the fuck out of these things. It's, it's awesome. No, you got now Joe Pack is a comedian, and Elizabeth Couteau. Elizabeth Couteau, she is the uh, the mistress of the Bridge City Bombshells, which is uh, Pittsburgh's own uh, burlesque troupe. Yeah, yeah, we're familiar with a couple of them, like uh, Macabre Noir, uh, Macabre Noir, um, Miss Hush, uh, Countess Vontella, yeah, who is um, Prometheus Burning. She's the singer oh, for Prometheus. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. I don't mind getting them in here sometime. Um, but well, you you'll need to like. You know, nail some of the stuff down. Oh, she's she'll, No. No, I'm afraid that she'll tear this fucking room apart. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's not like I haven't done it myself a few times. Um, let's see here. So, yeah, of course, in the third act we're talking about, and I guess they're closing the show, uh, Wings for Armor? Yeah. Uh, well, we're forgetting a major component. Wow, are we? Yeah. Okay. Um, the I, uh... I want to have fun and celebrate for the evening, so I don't run the show for these things. I don't drive the I don't drive the production. Um, I hand it over to the uh, the capable and awesome uh, Pittsburgh Steelman, who is a he's hilarious. He's a Pittsburgh uh, for real uh, superhero. Yeah, and uh, he's got a Sunday morning comic in the newspaper now. Have you seen that? No, I, you know what I saw? Yeah, I did see it. I didn't read it or anything. Yeah, yet, but I will. I'm definitely going to. Yeah, a buddy of mine, uh, uh, Lauren Sinkis, who's an old Jarhead, actually does some of the artwork for it. And Sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. Was it? Is it a weekly thing? How do they do? That? I think it's weekly. I don't read newspapers. I mean, uh, it's pretty archaic form of media. But, <laughs> but I, I do remember the last show was. I can't believe was it last year already, or was it two years ago when he was there playing guitar out in the street. No, that was that was uh, the book release party was actually in May last year. So, May of last year. Okay. So uh, I'm basically I'm running a little late this year, but okay. Um, um, getting a message from beyond here. The, it's not Heather Tide. There seems to be there seems to be a, a iPhone sliding under the door here at Helmsby. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, we're getting messages from beyond. Hey, what time? What's the time tag on that for Rick? Nine oh three. Nine oh three, Rick. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, my lovely assistant. My wife just gave me a message to pass on. I guess our other guests are almost here. Uh, I have to get back to them immediately on this one. <laughs> yeah. So, that's something we'll have to leave off air. <laughs> but moving on. About Steel Good thing Steel. I brought the Doritos. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Hey, what are these books here? What's this all yeah, about? Yeah, no, I put them out. I, yeah. you, you might want to just explain what's sitting right there while I get back to memory. While Dave is uh, vamping on the air here, he's laid out uh, last year's book project for me, which is called uh, The Order of the Shining Hexagon. And much like this year's project, this is a nine-issue uh, epic uh, monument to my insanity. <laughs> Great series, actually, and I thought it was going to end there, and I was kind of heartbroken. Yeah, it's uh, the first couple books um, are prequels to the story, and the last couple books uh, continue the narrative of uh, the stuff that happened 
before that. So, alright, now we, we didn't even mention the name of the book. I did before you got here, but Brigade. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, okay. the, it's the non-standard assembly uh, Brigade right. is the name of the new book. And honestly, um, I read a couple of issues before they were complete, and I was pretty impressed with it. I couldn't wait to actually see them done. Um... Can Very you tell me what stuff. we're listening to? What is what is this? This um actually is just something uh, I generated. I can't really say. Okay. <laughs> it's licensed by me. Okay. <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> it's paid for. Everything you hear here is paid for. Yes, I buy my music. Dave, it's actually uh, I'm going to tell an embarrassing story about Dave. Oh um, shit. Dave is actually one of these Boy Scouts that refuses to take uh, pirated media. I take it as gifts. I don't do it myself, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what I mean. But I'm going to bring that up, actually, with uh, Murph, who is the uh, guitarist-singer of uh, Wings of Armor, which, actually, this is them right now. Hey. Not yeah. on the the music. Not They're not here. They're, they're not, not here walking yet. in the studio. But this is uh, that song, Disappointed, that actually I totally enjoy. And that, that was actually her texting me again. <laughs> I'm not sure what this means, but we just had a conversation that didn't make any sense. She asked if I smoked. I said no, and what? she's like, "I don't either." So what does that mean? <laughs> what is okay? That's that's really funny. I'm not disappointed at all in her. <laughs> that's exactly the response I got when I asked if they had merch at their show. But anyway, all right. So uh, I do have to give a, a, a honorable mention to a friend of mine um, and a big supporter, uh, Elsa Franzman, owner of someone else's bar in Castle Shannon. Best wings and burgers, and a great atmosphere, comfortable and friendly. And I have to, I, so I said I'd mention her, because I think she might have got pissed at me when I uh, did an earlier Red Horse show where I totally expressed my anger at Paul Stanley from Kiss, and she's like a huge Kiss fan, I didn't know. But um, I'm a huge Ace Freely fan, so that just doesn't jive. But I, anyway, Someone Else's Bar is one of the coolest places, I'd say. It's right off 3841 Willow Avenue, Castle Shannon, PA. One five two three four. You can go to someone else's bar at gmail.com. Number there four one two three four three four three three two. Someone else's place. She says, "Why go anywhere else?" And we really don't. Me and the wife go there all the time. So I wanted to plug that for her. Yeah, they do. Um, it's coming up uh, this time of year. Someone else's place actually does uh, the gigantic Halloween parties. Yes. Um, that are a lot of fun. Yes. Yes. And they actually do halfway to Halloween parties. Yes, too. they do. It's, it's, it's a it's pretty Halloween. It's not Halloween themed, but it's Halloween centric. And you work that? And you didn't you do? Oh uh, uh, yeah, sketches? I've done I've done a couple yeah, of, yeah. Uh, zombie sketches. Yeah. But yeah, this is this was your favorite song by them, right? Uh, I actually. Or you like Angry John? Well, I like them all, man. I mean, I like them all. But this is out of their original stuff that is available this is a this is a really strong one yeah I, I think it's incredible this is an original they uh we did that's her again this is Murph the lead singer again who is texting me I guess they're still on their way but um I also I have to throw some props toward uh, my fr- new friend uh, Alicia Alicia Birmingham she actually does a comic book right now and you could look her up at frenzy, frenzy yeah frenzyenv.com this is sh- sh- you know, uh, she kind of owes me something for this. This is two podcasts in a row in two different really? days where she's come up. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, she's a good marketer. Okay. I didn't know about that. Yeah. She probably didn't know about that either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Alicia, I told you I'd mention it, and we're going to see you at the show tomorrow night. So we do look forward to that. Um, I think our guests are going to be here shortly. As a matter of fact, they might be here now. So we're going to head out 
side and see. Unless you have something you want to say right now, John. Uh, I, the only thing I'm going to say is I know you haven't watched this movie yet, and I'm going to take it tonight. Ah, yes. Oh, now i got to talk about that. I've Dave Dave scored Dave scored a bootleg copy of uh, Space Battleship Yamamoto, which you know, in America, uh, boys of our generation know know the cartoon as Star Blazers. Yes, from the seventies, eighties. Well, in Japan, it was called Space Battleship Yamamoto, and they a couple years ago they did a live action movie of it, and uh, Dave scored this sweet ass thing at uh, one of the cons we did. And I'm shocked to learn that he hasn't bothered to watch it yet. So yeah, I'm steal it. I, I'm kind of, it's kind of stupid that I didn't. I just didn't get around. It's one of those things. It's right? one of the things I remember. You said I have to have this. Yeah. I have to. You actually went back to get it. Yep. And then now it just sits here collecting dust. And, well, that's the, the thing. I, I talked to um, you know, our Scott Headland, our, our uh, oh, yeah. cover artist, yeah. and he's like me. If you're a collector, also, I would like to say that uh, Scott Headland just got brought up uh, on two podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> in two consecutive days. This is the plug show. This that's has right. nothing to do with your, your show tomorrow yeah, night. I'm just taking care of all my friends. Yeah, that's cool, though. That's cool. Uh, we can go on forever with that, thing, though. But Scott Hedlund, we were talking about that at the show, in front of Sorgatron's table. <laughs> Let's plug Sorgatron. Sor- anyway, the Sorg is a great guy. Um, and the, the thing is, with comic book collectors, you collect these things and put them aside because you're going to get to them eventually. If you're missing a number two, you're not going to read the number three ahead of time. So but there's no prequel there. to this. Right. So that's just pure stupidity on my part for not watching that movie yet. And that and having the guts to put it on because uh, I don't think the wife is really going to be into it too much. Well, you got to wait till she falls asleep. <laughs> that, <you're> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go see if our guests are ready to entrevue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What does that mean? <laughs> I didn't know you were French all this time. Actually, I know I took French for a long time. Me, you, and, me and Heather talked about that. Do I, you I, have I a brain? Nothing. Uh, yeah, actually, you know, speaking of brain, I, I started growing pork chops on the side here, yeah. you know, cause, and that's basically because I have a really bad blade and it's not, it's not growing anymore. But that's to match my uh, mashed potato brains that I have. So. Okay, so you need a beret, and you need to get like a little tiny pencil yeah. mustache. I that. Well, I prefer a straight razor just to freaking shave it off. But that's that. All right, we'll be back in a few, folks. All right, we're back. Oh. Me and John, and we have some guests with us right now. If you want to introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Murph. I'm the singer and guitarist and composer for Wings for Armor. And I am Christy, the drummer for uh, Wings for Armor. Woo! Woo! Yeah, woo! <laughs> All right. Who was a trooper for showing up. She pulled a spinal tap on us over there. <laughs> a little concerned about that. What? Do you even want to talk about that? Yeah, I had Jeff for like two hours. That's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it had me and John a little concerned, like, because there's a show tomorrow night. Dave texted me. Christy's injured. I don't know. But I just heard injury. I thought it was like a car accident or something, but that's that more would, serious. Yeah, that would have been bad. And yeah. your injury, that's insane for a musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're totally 100% back. Good. Yeah. Got to get a hearing test on, make sure everything's all right. But, uh, I was so really, so good. I, was, I was scared and sad for you. That was really freaky. I was getting ready to cancel the whole show. Um, yeah. Yeah, actually. Oh, yeah. I could have. You made something happen, you know. Yeah. I could have, like, came <laughs> up with my own comedy on. act or something. <laughs> okay, so we... I was just curious. Now, you guys cover Poe, Angry Johnny, and I thought that's why John here, Johnny Axe, found you was because of your cover. But what? I don't understand how this happened. You know, no one covers Poe. <laughs> yeah, we all know ain't nobody <laughs> cover no Poe, <laughs> all right? That, can you explain that a little bit? Because that, that was that's a funny story. Yeah, we were at the show in uh, Zanesville, Ohio, and we play there often, so we have like a good fan base there. 
But this, this particular time was the first time we ever played this song, I think, even live. And it was the first time we ever played at this venue. So, um, Christy actually introduced me to the song. I had never even heard of it before, but, you know, I dug it. So, you know, we decided to do the song. And uh, we're at the show, and this chick is just, like, singing every word with me, like, right in the front. And I'm like, Drunk. all right, this is cool. Yeah, she's <laughs> Drunk. She's totally trash, though. Did she throw your game off? Because you're pretty focused, I noticed. Like, really no, I, I, I dug it. You know, I, like, yeah, yeah, yeah I you know, I made that. eye contact with her and, like, nodded my head at her. Like, you know, keep it up, keep going, you know. And yeah, so at the end, she was just super excited and uh, showed it in a unique way. Super fan. Does she got a t-shirt? <laughs> I think she has a couple, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys' t-shirts are awesome, by the way. Thanks. Do you guys want like, to print those in-house, like, all by yourself? Yeah, or? yeah, but I, I design and print everything myself. So you have, like, a screen printer, like, yep. there. That's awesome. You got it. That's awesome. That's the way yeah. to do it, man. Thanks. Are you going to have any new stuff for us since the last time we saw you? Definitely. Oh, really? That's yeah. exciting. The merch table is going to be filled up tomorrow. Oh, nice. sweet. Okay. Plus, we have new tunes, too, since the last time we, you know, yeah. talked to you guys. So. Yeah. That's well, going to be over awesome. a year, so. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. That's what I'm looking forward to. And you said you had CDs, because I'm mm-hmm. ready to buy one now. John makes fun of me. I still <laughs> buy my music. Yes, I do. Everything you hear here has been bought. That's good. We, <laughs> we appreciate people like your, you know, you. Oh, hell yeah. No, well, we're old school, like uh, Sean in there. Yeah. <laughs> and Sean good. is? My boyfriend. Okay, yeah. Very enthusiastic, 40-year-old, like myself, and yeah. into the uh, nostalgia part of it. Does he collect vinyl, too? Or? Oh, yeah. <laughs> how, did I, how did I know to ask that question? Uh, All right, so, that, that leads me to ask, how do you guys know each other? Like, where does this go back to? Well, you guys remember when Craigslist, like, kind of first came out? Mm-hmm. It was like 1993. Okay, it's a little after that, but <laughs> we would have been, like, I don't know, six or seven or something. But, um, yeah, we the only reason we really know each other is from... Like Craigslist, I put a Craigslist ad out for a drummer. Wow. Yeah, and I yeah. think one of my friends my or something new. Do you know how dangerous yeah, that is though for a drum? Drummers are crazy. Like, oh, I was, I was, <laughs> I was horrified <laughs> when I saw her. Like, you know, like no, I've seen you play. Scary. You're pretty enthusiastic. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I put an ad out, and like I said, I think we had like a mutual friend or something, yeah. and we got hooked up. And I remember it was funny because, um, you know, we had messaged back and forth and stuff, and. We met at Panera at the waterfront for the first time. Yep. And like I was early and I have like the blonde streak and piercings and stuff. Like I'm kinda like you know, re- yeah. exactly. Yeah. And um I was like, Oh man, I don't really remember like, you know, what her pictures look like <laughs> and stuff. So I'm like early, I'm like sitting there, I'm like waiting for just you know, some, some chick to like come over to like where I'm sitting. But, but like half the time I'm like, oh, please don't be her. Please don't be her. Just because like these chicks were like coming up, I'm like, oh, please don't be her. <laughs> so but when you eventually came over, I was like, yes. Yeah. All right, all right. We, we, can, we can do this. The crazy yeah. one walks in, you're like, yes. So isn't that, doesn't Kiss have a similar origin story? Uh, you're Looking the, for a drummer, you're willing the, to do anything to be a Kiss business? fan, brother. I mean, go for it. You, you, he's in the Kiss Army. I, I was ejected from the Army. Because I'm an Ace Freely fan, but we've already covered that so many times. It gets me in trouble every time. Um, I like what you said, actually, on your page about how you write songs from the emotional perspective of the writer. Is that what you're going mm-hmm. for? Oh, Rather definitely. than just the story of the song? Right. So, can you explain that a little bit? Like, is it the feeling you're writing about rather than the story behind it? Or? Um... I guess it's a little bit of both because, um, I mean, 
the emotion comes kind of from the story. So if you just wrote it one-sided, it would just be like a big spiral, of, right? You know, wherever the music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So if like I had like some spacey synth thing in there, it'd be like real weird and like it probably like something about Mars or something. <laughs> she just got about. abducted by aliens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now they're like, you know, we're doing harvesting my that. organs or something. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I've always like really um, been drawn to music that you know, makes me feel like something is relatable, so I always try to convey that with the lyrics I write and, like, you know, the music I put to that, too. Like, the narrative is only, like, half the story. Right. You know, just like any kind of storytelling. Well, oddly enough, I do just the opposite. I listen to guys like you, <laughs> and I write from that. Your music inspires me to sit up here all night and just write pages and pages and pages. That's, that's so, awesome. That's yeah. exactly what we're trying to do, you know? And your music in particular actually has helped me a few times, but you have yet to see that. <laughs> and uh, also, since we're kind of on the, the topic, uh, I've been trolling through you guys' YouTube videos, looking to uh, put it on my website to kind of promote you guys being there, because even though you guys play here, you guys play here a lot, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, uh, it's like no one knows, so it's like I'm always trying to, like, encourage my friends to find Wings for Armor stuff, you know, and um, uh, I found you were doing a teaser of an opening for oh, flinch yeah. mm -hmm. and the the sound the sound like the vocalization like give me goosebumps you know and at the end of that you said um uh inspire and be inspired uh, yeah. mm -hmm. so is that kind of like a like a message through your whole like body of kind of your whole philosophy it is um just like you know david said he was inspired by your music and stuff that's like exactly what we're going for dream create inspire what are your wings for armor that's like Kind of like, yeah, you know, our little, kind of like a little slogan type of thing. Yeah, that's cool. Your mission yeah. statement, right? Exactly, so. Well, who writes between the two of you? Both of you? Does she come up with a riff and you start singing the way? I just yeah. sit behind my drums. So you're, yeah. the back, you're, the, you're the backbone. <laughs> do you my magic. That's gotcha. all I do. So you write, like, she does it? She just comes in, oh, I uh, decided to change this song last second. Here, learn it. Right. All right, we're going to yeah. play it in an hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in front of like 50 people. If you she mess up, though, whatever. But you won't. You'll you'll get it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's all I do. I just be on a drum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you beat them pretty good. Oh, I, actually, she's she's amazing. Um, I wrote this one song. It's actually called the Motivator. Um, and I think uh, we already had like microphones and stuff like set up on our kit. And I was like, Christy, here's this new song. You know, do you like it? And she's like, Yeah, I dig it. You know, I like it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, you know, you have for recording some drums for it. I think she learned it, like, in 20 minutes or something. Second drum take was absolutely perfect. I'm like, yeah, she's just amazing. Took it from Thank me. you, Craigslist. <laughs> nice. The whole thing's going to be a Craigslist yeah. commercial, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> this actually, right here, that's weird. This I, time thing's pretty good. Poe, have you heard this version of Hello? This like, heavy rocking version. So. Uh, the guitar, the bass player. She was dating or with the bass player from Allison Chains for a while, and they, he produced this. But this is a heavy version of Hello. I was just curious if you heard it. But mostly I yeah. want to know, like, other than, like, Poe, who else have influenced you guys? Or you and your writing? Um, Flyleaf is definitely a huge inspiration. Just because they have such a strong message. You know, everything 
you know, the chick is singing about, like, I mean, you can feel it, and, you know, she just means every word she's singing. Yeah, you know? we were just watching a DVD last night of Flyleaf, just on a whim. Mm-hmm. You know, me and my wife, it was, it was her birthday, we put a bunch of DVDs on, and we have one of those. That's just really strange. I haven't listened yeah. to them since, like, Family Values tour, and they were really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Their new stuff is awesome. I know they're in the, in the studio now recording, and I can't wait to, like, hear their new stuff, because that's going to inspire me to, like, you know... Just, you know, just as you were saying. You know how I know who Flyleaf is? Uh, you bounced. No, from <laughs> Live Free and Die Hard. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were <laughs> the like, kids, like, listened to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, like, <laughs> right like, before that he was invaded or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, yeah. what, is this, what is this crazy shit that this kid listening to? So I had to, like, Flyleaf. find it out. Yeah. John's got some funny stories about just his days as a, uh, as a guard or a staff at these shows, and that's why he doesn't go to rock shows. I was amazed that he hired a band to do anything for him. Ah. He can't, uh, <laughs> live music and him just it, he, it makes him think about throwing people out of concerts, basically. Like I used to be in security at Three Rivers and Hinesfield. Gotcha. Yeah, that's so a like whole babysitting, babysitting sixty thousand drunk people. Oh, that's is, terrible. You know, it's a lot different than I was one of those people. <laughs> 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 I'm sure I was. <laughs> yes, you were. I'm sure you were. <laughs> So anybody else you want to uh, Flyleaf? Who else do you love? Um, Flyleaf, Lincoln other... Park. Okay. Love Lincoln Park. Um, yeah. What about you, Christy? I like Rush. Oh. So you're going Neil Peart on us here. Oh, yeah. Wow. A little prog rock. Yeah, that explains yeah. a lot. Okay. <laughs> do you do the Dream Theater thing too? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's, not so much. that's like a progression of prog rock. <laughs> yeah, it, it does. Drums that don't get used. Mike Portman, you're space. right. There's but Mike always... Mike Portman is a good drummer. But you're right. You're right. Yeah. Absolutely right about that. And Part I'm gonna throw out uh, some Madonna. Love Madonna. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm up oh, in yeah. all music here. Oh, yeah. Trust me. It's her birthday today. You're, you're insane. Today's Madonna's birthday? Oh, yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Only a hardcore fan Happy birthday, Madonna. I do that. Elton John is pissed at her right now. Do you know about that? Yeah. yeah. Hear, he called her the C word. word because uh, uh, I guess because she got um, a part in a movie where her songs got picked other than his or something. I don't know. Hey, you know what else today is the, the anniversary of? What? Uh, Belly Lugosi died in 1957 on this date. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. I should play and So you song. should play... Oh, he's, dead, dead. he's dead, he's dead, Bella he's dead. I have that. Of course I have that. Oh, John him with something while I find that. Oh, this is last part in um, oh, Ed, Wood. Ed Wood's movie. Haley finished half of it. And then they just hired the dentist to walk around with her cave over his face. Is this version oh, yeah. of uh, now? No, I've never heard this before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's pretty good. Alright, let's see. That's like right before Tim Burton started falling apart, I think. Like, yeah. It's like... Not right here. He was kind of like indie then, kind of like with all the stop motion cartoons and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah, now, now he's in love with Johnny Depp. Yeah, that's my wife. And his wife, they just yeah. put the same characters in every you know movie. So uh, Dave asked a question earlier, and then we just kind of jumped way that's off okay. topic. <laughs> that's <laughs> never happened before. Yeah, <laughs> he was um he he kind of was trying to figure out how I found you guys oh, to yeah. start booking you for these shows. Yes. And um, the real story is, is years. I've been doing these comic books for years, you know. And I think like around, yeah, yeah, they remember this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think like maybe it was around 2003 or 2004. I started getting the idea of doing these book release parties, where it's not really about the book; it's about like local art and artists, and just kind of like partying to signify that you know all my hard work was done. You know, now I can move on to something else and. Um, a buddy of mine who was in a 
at the time he was in a alt country band. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> he called it uh, cowpunk. Cowpunk. Really yeah, their name was Soda Jerk. Uh, oh, the guys, I remember them. The guy's sure. name was Bucky Goldstein. Awesome songwriter, and I don't really like country music. You know, it's just it's all about drinking and fighting and having crazy sex and all this. That people you threw out of concerts. <laughs> and um, he uh, would he was booked at Club Cafe all the time. And his idea was, hey, you know, I could get you in a club cafe, I'll do the show, whatever, but at the time, I don't think I was ready, like, I was ready to make the jump to it, you know, I was like, well, the books aren't monumental enough to warrant this whole big production, so I decided that when I did a book that was over 300 pages is when I was going to start doing these things, and the uh, Hexagon book was over 300 pages, so I was like, well, I gotta put my money where my mouth is, but Bucky had moved, he's in Atlanta now. Uh, he moved his band down there, and they're doing other stuff. So, um, back in 2003, 2004, I was looking for local acts, and I happened across the Wings for Armor MySpace page. That's how that's how long that ago. Nice, MySpace. MySpace. Yeah, that's wow. been updated for like three years. Yeah, <laughs> it was so great for bands, though. Did you guys do well? Oh with yeah, that, that was that I, it was great for music in general. Well, yeah, they listen. did well with it. Yeah. I mean, that's how I booked them. I mean, so. Yeah, so it's, <laughs> it's just you. So like. <laughs> So uh, that's how long that I've been like waiting to like reach out, you know, nice. and book you guys. So that's that's really the answer that you're looking for. And you have to be good to impress him because he's, I mean, he's a tough one. I can't break you on any kind of music that's new. And honestly, the soundtrack to his comic books, like here, you guys, I said it's between you and Slayer. If like the battle scenes all Slayer, the violence, and then there's the whole emotional aspect of that's these guys. Yeah, I, I kind of see that. I definitely I think I would. I would probably go for more like Pantera than Slayer. Oh, Pantera, okay. why not? Whatever. <laughs> All right, enough about us. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're Are you guys originally from Pennsylvania? Or where are you guys from originally? Um, I'm originally from. A little town called Newville, Pennsylvania. It doesn't sound small at all, right? No. Newville? Yeah. No, it's a metropolis. Yeah, I feel like shooting myself in the head now that I actually <laughs> said that. But we'll edit Newville. that part. Dave yeah. can edit that part right, all right now. Cool. Yeah, I probably won't. Sweet. You know where yeah. that part's Just tell them I'm from the Hill District. They'll have an edge. <laughs> oh, you're so edgy. I'm from the Hill District. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, Meanwhile, like Kurt is staring down at you right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm from Pittsburgh. Never left. <laughs> the Hill District? No. Yeah. No. yeah. No. No. I grew up across from the Crawford Grill. That's a big jazz thing is, at the yeah. Hill District. I I'm not from these here parts. But yeah, so anyway, when you guys get off set, especially you, like when you're done singing, um, how emotional are you? Your songs are emotional, I mean, mm -hmm. built on. Does yeah. it ever affect you to the point where you're like exhausted? Like, I'm, I can't do that song again. Um, no, I've never felt exhausted after playing. Um, it definitely felt exhilarated. It really depends a lot on the on the crowd on the venue. If like I remember we played a show at the Ultra Bar and our last song was Wasted and like there's a lot of emotion build up with that song and um I almost like cried like during the so performance. You, did, you get all Trent Reznor. Yeah, like at the very end, but like you know, I turned away and just like you know, so wow. I could really see. I didn't actually cry, but I just felt like very emotional about it, and I'm not really sure why. But well, you know, sometimes I, those emotions awesome. come back. I, that's why I look for like music like yours because I, I'm I'm a writer and I'm dead inside, so I look for <laughs> the, to find emotions from you guys, and it works. It works. Good answer. What about so, you? Not, nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Drummer just so it's kind of like, away. It's kind of like <laughs> acting, I guess, at that yeah. like at that level, like mm -hmm. not to not as a performance, but like to get to where the 
emotion was when you wrote the piece right, or whatever. exactly, like yeah. yeah. And when you get to that point, that's like whenever you get to the point where you're like, oh man, I don't know whether I should scream, punch something, or cry, or like, <laughs> you always what the punch hell something. I should do. The answer is always be. Yeah, yeah, always be something. <laughs> <laughs> always destroy. <laughs> there you go. Have you guys toured outside of PA yet? Outside of Pittsburgh? Do you get to play in Ohio? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, we, we've played a bunch of shows in Ohio. We used okay. to play a lot in West Virginia. Um, oh yeah, you did say that. Yeah. But yeah, um... But we actually, yeah, we need to get back to West Virginia, you know? Yeah, Visit we our old pals. Places. Enthusiastic yeah. crowds, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what pisses you off the most as far as music, we'll say, in general? Like, what if, you, if something comes on the radio and you Auto-tune. just dislike it? Oh, Fact. yeah. Very Auto-tune good answer. <laughs> Everybody sounds like robots. Yeah. I don't understand it. Like, it's like the Cybermen singing. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh-huh. I-, I can't stand when people sound drunk when they're singing. And, like, it's yeah. like this... Everybody loves that it. Kesha? Like, yeah, like she now, sounds she is wasted. The worst. Now, what if she's really drunk? That might be a little cooler. That's a little bit okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> radio. Like, really? I know. Did you guys see her performance on SNL? It was like one of the worst. Like, it just showed how terrible she is. Uh, That's awful, know, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad yeah. I didn't watch it. Uh, I'm on board yeah. with you on that one. Any other, like, let's say bands that just piss you off or did piss you Somebody you didn't like. Maybe it was Led Zeppelin when you were, like, listening to your, <laughs> your dad's records. <laughs> Um, man, that's really pissed me off. Like, why are they doing this? Yeah, nobody comes to mind right now. Green Jello, why did they have to Ah. make that song? (laughs) Three Jello pigs. Uh, William, William Hung kind I just of heard that. Well, yeah, oh, that's a good one too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know Is that the main title? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah like super faint. He was on like every talk show ever. Yeah. And like he was terrible. And I came on the Christmas album and stuff. Oh, like, man. what record just... company signed him? To make that Somebody album. Somebody should have just ripped his vocal cords out. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I think he'd be the one to do it. Yeah. <laughs> just hit him. Yeah. yeah. Crush his windpipe. So, he's, um, he's pretty small. He's outside of music, him. what else? <laughs> what if he knows, like, he's Bruce Lee? What if he, William like Hung knows karate? You don't even know the violence factor. You got John all fired up on the violence factor. Just take her in the ring, man. Hey, I got some fire in me. Watch some of his matches, man. I've seen him bleed a lot <laughs> and kill people as well. But uh, I was going to say, like, outside of music, he's, like, he's uh, figuratively killing people. Uh, well, yeah. it depends how you look at it. But um, for fun outside of music, like, what guilty pleasures? What else do you enjoy? Drinking. <laughs> um, Cheers. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I like um, being an artist in other ways. Like, I do paintings, screen printings, like, an art to me, too. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. We relate to that a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I like adding like visual aspects to like you know, the music too, so that's something that I really enjoy. But And what do you got? I like to kill shit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're a hunter? I've been hunting with my dad and fishing. What do you and... uh bow? Uh, crossbow. Crossbow. Oh, that's nice. serious. Yeah. Daryl, wow. right there. There you go, buddy. Yeah. Jeez, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> so Daryl, that's lazy. Carl right there. You guys watch The Walking Dead? No, well, that's Carl. He, he pick up that zombie right there. And, then, yeah, and put, hold him by the mic and squeeze him. Oh, Jesus. Somebody has to do it every show. Yeah. <laughs> He's part of the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. They call out the timestamp for Rick. Burp? What's that? You call out the timestamp for Rick. Oh, is that burp? burp? What was it? It was at 1027. One of our, our guy's shows, he burps <laughs> during the show and he times it. So it's, it's it matters. We won't get into that. <laughs> Alright, so if you could be on a soundtrack for a movie, 
What kind of movie would it be? Awesome one. Uh, come on. Okay. Um. <laughs> awesome one. <laughs> Christy? A scary movie, like... Where the guts get ripped out and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, and then, like, Hellraiser. somebody eats the guts. Yes. And, like, makes, like, dresses dead. out of yes. <laughs> 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 the guts. Like Francis okay, around Lady Gaga. Yeah, I was gonna say that's like a Lady Gaga kind of thing. Alright, I'm just gonna have a beer now. <laughs> yeah, Speaking of which, you need another one? That's the only movie yeah, I watched anyways, is horror yeah. movies. So. Yeah. Well, this this is a guy to talk to, too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. What, what's your favorite horror movie? Yeah, good I question. I can't. Hellraiser? Yeah. That's it. Wow, I nailed that one. You know, um,. Uh, Mr. Bradley lives in Pittsburgh now. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I met him. Yeah, I'm hoping to, but I just interviewed the director for this movie here, Screen Park, and he's in it. He's actually in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. The story is he moved here for a chick. Yes. That's pretty wrong. Hey, we all do that once in a while. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I met him last year. I got my, my Hellraiser lunchbox sign. Nice. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Well, we're working Horror Realm, and he's going to be there, right? Yeah. He's going to be at the Horror Realm. Yeah, you guys should go to that. Oh, really? That's a good time, yeah. There, it's right here in South Park, Um, right at the, the uh, plaza. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good time. We work that one I did give year. him one of our cards when I met him. <laughs> oh, well. Did he sign it and give it back to you no. like Jared Leto did? What? Did he really do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, we went to a oh, 30 Seconds to Mars really show. Oh, my God. Afterwards, we were hanging out. He came out and was, like, just signing stuff. The people were handing him. him, too. He was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he. She gave him a Wings for Armor card. Were you like, Jordan Cameron? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so random. Yeah, I gave him. I gave him our card. You know, just to, to give it to him, and then he went like this, signed it, and get it back. I was like, no, douche, take it. What the hell? It's for you. Quit Listen to it. Drugs. <laughs> Pay attention for a second. <laughs> uh, douche. douche. This is actually. I gotta eat this one at Murph because uh first time that we actually talked, I, I was after John's show, and I went up to, and being uh, old school, no, 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 you were, you were kind of, you, you were there, but a little, maybe a little tired at that point. I just said, so, do you have any merch I can buy? I was ready to dish out any amount of money for just about anything. You just replied, no. That was it, no. I got no. Really? And that was it. I was like, okay. Oh, you know what? I remember that show, and <laughs> I think I had worn that outfit for like two days. <laughs> Um, previously, and like that shirt, I wore inside out so no one would notice that, you know, if they had seen me the, the day before. That's great. Yeah, I just went through, like, you know, a little breakup, and, you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, so, so you were out of it then. Oh, like, yeah, I was super out of it. Well, there's a, there's a sequel to that story. Yeah. So, so I, I get Dave, I'm emailing Dave, and I'm like, hey, this whole thing's creeped up on me. I'm totally unprepared. Like, I need you to help me get this shit together. I was like, you need to reach out to Murph and Wings for Armor. Get him on your show. I told him, do that thing you do where you call everyone and make them want to be on your show. And he's, his response was, I think Murph hates me. <laughs> and he cited, he cited that conversation. That conversation, yeah. That's terrible. And I'm like, she doesn't even know. She's not going to remember you. Just, yeah. yeah. I, Again, dead inside. Um... <laughs> But yeah, the funny the best part is, <laughs> well, the second conversation we ever had it was similar, and it was just just happened just now. <laughs> John's laughing because he knows we're sitting right here, and uh, we, we started doing the show, and, and uh, Denise, my wife, uh, she slides the phone underneath, the fucking... uh, yeah, under the door, which happens a lot here, and um, 
and it's you asked if I smoked. And, oh, uh, God. and I'm thinking, you know, a million thoughts in my head, and I'm like, no. And then you got back to me like, me neither. <laughs> like, that was a conversation about nothing. That was, that was awesome. That's twice that's happened. That was, that, blame Sean on that. That was, that, that was I, so I did funny. it for his sake, yeah. It had nothing to do with me. We were, we were dying. We were dying. I, I don't know if you know, like, my usual co-host is not my boss. It's, it's usually, John is the boss of Red Horse Radio. But uh, is Heather Taddy from Paranormal State, which she's going to hate that I just said that. Um, but, yeah, she's busy right now doing Ghost Bait, which is a new show. But she's, she was sitting here once, too, and the same, similar thing happened. People were calling, uh, wanting to ask her questions. And my wife is, like, throwing papers under the door right there. And Heather just looks, looks over like, what the hell is coming? And she didn't say hell, but she just, and so I had to go over and pick it up. I'm reading questions to her from under the door. So that shit happens here a lot. I want to go to Ghost Hunt. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Oh, well. You guys are always welcome back anyway, you know. I'm sure she'd be, she'd, she's great. I mean, you'd love to meet her, and she'd love to meet you guys. Actually, you know what? This is perfect. All right, we have a story about the song. Yes. Okay, I'm going to turn is, this up a notch. The song is called Mirrors, and when we tried to record the song, um, we tried to record the drum track several times, and we kept getting this unexplainable noise Uh-oh. in the Easy drum key. tracks, and like... You know, I use Pro Tools. I can see every single waveform for every single microphone. You know, no explanation whatsoever for these sounds. And one night, it's like kind of late and it's dark and everything. And we're like, all right, let's try this one more time. And it sounded like something just screamed into the microphone. We're just like, all right, hell with really? this. Like, yeah, we're going to the next down. door. Yeah. See, Heather's one more today. Stuff. So if we can get her to go there. She, you know, she would do a segment there. That would Absolutely. Be, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. That's yeah. wild. That's weird. I heard somebody was humming another time during practice. Yeah. And I said, did you just say something? Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So that was place. long ago. Same place. Oh, yeah. I looked up, and she was she, just standing there. And I was yeah, like, just oh, like, wait, really weird. I was like, what? Yeah. So describe yeah. where you got your, your practice area. <laughs> yeah. Is it like? In our yeah, arcade <laughs> store where she lives. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually, where the disappointed video was shot—that's like under where we practice. Yeah, that's a cool video. Yeah, so it, oh, I mean, yeah. judging by the video though, you can't tell that anything like spirits or whatever would be there. You know, it's very sanitary room. You know, in the basement. It's not know. creepy at all, though. In a dirty basement that you never cleaned up. <laughs> oh yeah, that broken guitar. I think it's still down there. Yeah. You just Co- broke it. Was Co- like I'm done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> couple yeah. baby doll parts probably. <laughs> So there's only two of you guys in the band, and I'm just curious, back to the Trent Reznor approach to things, do you consider yourself a control freak, Murph? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah? And I'll you don't mind it. her being a control freak, Christine? <laughs> See, that's why I love this That girl, works. I think, just, no, like, that works. I think we answered know, that question, like, with the, the first volley, because she yeah. was like, she said, well, you know, I do all the writing and the composing and this, and... Chrissy said, uh, I just bang, I I just just bang, bang on the drums. drums. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then you and John have something in common. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, can't help it. It's, yeah, a, yeah. it's just how it is. <laughs> it's like yeah. type A personality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was actually my boss at work, work, and also with the comic books that we did together and the radio. So I know how to work with John a little bit, anyway. But, so you practice for two hours, you had a two hours set, you, you text me, you're here, I think that's loyalty. I mean, you guys, I mean, you may have to be at work at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Oh, yeah, yep, gotta be at work at 6 a.m. Sorry to make you come all this way, I mean, geez. No, anything for Winsbrom, really. <laughs> so, is, what is your 
body of work right now. So I, I only know like what you've sent me and what I've seen live. Yeah. Like what do you actually have as a whole? Like, um, it's funny because we've been working on this album for I don't know like three years or something stupid. Came, good. Yeah, we came out with an EP that has like several of the tracks that are gonna be on the album. Is it the five track? It's got five tracks. Right, yeah, yeah. exactly, oh, cool. yeah. But like the new album has different versions of those tracks on them, plus like, I don't know, a bunch of new stuff and things that people have never heard before. Like we have a bunch of recordings that we never even put like, you know, into the public eye as far as, you know, Facebook, MySpace, like YouTube. Where you get some anything. Of those tomorrow? Um, you know, I might be able to hook you up with a little, little something-something, but yeah, you, you'll definitely get the live versions of all of that, so, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that we've recorded, and then we listened to it, and we're like, why did we Oh yeah. that? Like, yeah. we're just, like, sweeping under the rug, and we're like, we're just gonna forget about that. Or well, you gotta, yeah, you gotta yeah. self-edit. I mean, I think every artist does that. Like, they do something, and they're like, uh, no. Like, yeah. you wake up in the morning with a hangover, and you're looking at it, and you're like, this... Might not have been a good idea. Yeah, yeah. But then at the time, it felt like awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, there's been quite a few. Oh yeah, there's oh, yeah. there's a couple songs I can think of that I just never want anyone to ever hear again. <laughs> <laughs> when we first started playing, I was just me, her, and I had some bongos. You had bongos, woo! I had bongos. That's, That's awesome. That's really no, cool though. Yeah. You, just, you didn't like how it turned out. No, just it was just like um, didn't have that like. Heaviness that, like it, that it needed. Kind of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. How many pedals do you have out there when you're playing? Because I, I watched you last time and I remember. I, I shouldn't remember, but. I actually only have one pedal, but it does that, like everything. So. Where'd you learn to use that? Like, how did you just taught yourself? Or? Uh, I worked at Guitar Center for a little uh, while. Yeah, nice. so I got paid cool. to play wow. with stuff. That was pretty impressive. <laughs> Talk mean, about the sounds you got. Yeah. Talk about the. Um, the uh, bow, the cello bow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think that that is that's really cool. And I, I have seen it before. Like it's not totally unique, but right. I, you do really well. Thank you. And, like Thanks. I try to sell it at work, and I'm like, this, she fucking has a bow yeah. on her guitar. That's yeah. yeah. You emailed everybody at work once. That's how I actually got to know you guys before I saw you guys. But yeah, pe- yeah. people love that. And yeah. actually, my buddy got me that for what, for my birthday one year, and like. I, he wasn't sure how I'd respond to it. He was like, "Oh well, I'm not sure if you actually use this or if you're just gonna like put it on a shelf or something." You know, like it's a cello bow. Yeah. So, but as soon as I got it, I'm like, "Oh man, I'm gonna do something really cool with this." Yeah. And I was, we we're recording, disappointed, and I'm like, "Oh, that would be sweet." Like right in the beginning, yeah. it add like this deep, like you know, ambient like noise and yeah. stuff. So. I think yeah. it's yeah, I think it's really cool. It is really Thank cool. You. We're gonna see that tomorrow. Oh tonight. yeah. We're gonna see, oh, yeah. that's cool. I can't Definitely. wait. Yeah, and another thing, do you guys know um, Agnes Wire for Sound? Have you guys heard heard them? You might like them. They're like a three. They're like a three piece. Yeah. Uh, kind of like te- 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 techno yeah, edge kind of. They opened band. for all the industrial cool. bands that had come into town, and, and, and they end up, yeah. the lead singer was at my party last year and he was like he pulled me aside and he's like I can't believe the amount of noise these two chicks are making yeah. he was totally impressed yeah. I, and I was nice. like cool. I know how to pick them man <laughs> yeah I was I was impressed that John could like introduce anything to me musically but uh, yeah I mean seriously like you guys made like Pantera sounds it was, it was crazy I, I love it it's just the two of you and that's I think it's and actually that's a thing now it's almost like you guys created it, but White Stripes and all that, you know, two oh, yeah. bands. Like, mm-hmm. And look at, uh, what's that one now with the two guys? I can't think of the name. Oh, jeez. Oh, they're huge. Black something. Black Keys. Oh, yeah, Black, Black Keys. Keys there. I thought you were talking about Tenacious D. 
<laughs> this is not a racially motivated show, Tom. Jesus. But yeah, well, anything else you want to talk about? Any other videos we need to check out? And I'll put up on my Facebook page and all that fun stuff. Um, I like yeah. all of them. Not no new videos yet. Um, I did just write a jingle, a jingle though, for like an auto center in Texas. Um, oh really? So if anyone wants to check that out, come to our Facebook and uh, you can listen to it. Because I need votes. So I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm need going tonight. As soon as I get home. I'm yeah, going uh, it's not up yet. It should okay. be up tomorrow. Okay, cool. Yeah, we'll yeah. Done but, uh, I'll make Steel Man plug it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so when you're done watching so Spaceship Yamato tonight, you're going to get online and go to them. Like, yeah, you're like, man, I don't know why, but I really want to buy a car. That's right, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should go buy a car to now. Texas. Yeah. You're going to drive to Texas to buy a car. Yeah, I don't know why. Pittsburgh's filled with, like, you know, car dealerships. Yeah, yeah that's the yeah, auto mall. Texas. There is somebody else in the room here we haven't acknowledged at all. Is this, like, your technician? Like, Aggie. Yeah, footage. Oh, I thought she was yeah. filming. No, no she more did. memory. Oh, yes. sorry. Boo. Well, we got this here, too. Sweet. Yeah, she's, she does everything. She keeps me in line. That's <laughs> we need that. Oh, yeah. We need that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Otherwise, you will fall off the deep end. <laughs> Been there. Oh, yes. that. All right, well, we're going to, in closing, I guess, uh, do you want to plug your boys at Red Horse Radio real quick, John? Uh, let's see. Fairly dark, at Fairly Dark on Twitter. Well, that's me. <laughs> at Polish X on Twitter and at Being a Warrior on Twitter. Those are the other three guys that work. Uh, www.polishx.com, www.johnnyx.com, and uh, what's your website again? Uh, well, me, it's just uh, right now Facebook for now. We're sort of in development at this point, but we'll see what happens there. Um, but we are going to leave you guys with uh, Motivator. It's just Motivator, isn't it? Yep, the Motivator. for Armor. Yeah, that'll be our, in closing, we'll play that. But we hope to see everyone at Club Cafe on Carson tomorrow. What's your website? www.wingsforarmor.com. Nice. You can also check us out on Reverb Nation, ReverbNation.com slash Wings for Armor. Nice. And as always, Facebook, just Google us. We come up. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I find you every time. Well, this was fun, guys. I hope to have you back sometime. I hope you guys have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And can we Thank you. Tomorrow night. Uh, what time do you think they're gonna go on tomorrow? Do we, do we even know? Uh, no, I don't know. You don't know? I mean, I do know, but it's on a piece of paper at home someplace. Yeah. yeah. Just, just come. We'll yeah. be there. Yeah. Well, five bucks to get in, folks. These guys are worth a hundred bucks. A oh. Ticket, so. oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah. If you want to oh, yeah. pay that, yeah. that's cool too. You'll, you'll get to that <laughs> point. You <laughs> just point. put a tip jar. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do what we, we'll do what we can. Band fun. We do what we can to promote local artists here. That's the whole idea. Actually, that's why John is doing the, the Brigade the book release party here. Yeah, is to promote other artists, not himself, which I don't I understand, but okay. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. sweet. I'm yeah. excited for that. Comedian and a, a burlesque, burlesque dancer. dancer. Yes, yes. Also excited for <laughs> <laughs> Well, anything in closing you want to say? Otherwise, I'm going to end this segment, unfortunately. Well, we're All always right, looking well. forward to John's shows. Uh, last time it was very entertaining, really interesting. It's a very unique show, so if you're looking for something cool to do, definitely come and check us out. A lot of stuff going on. Bam. I couldn't have said yeah. it better myself. And I didn't. I'm going to let her end it right now. Perfect. Thank you.
Some Lucello, okay? Okay, let's settle that. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast. Back to the arena, the interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interviews. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electric Cast production. Electric acid. Electric acid.